for this movie is that the puppets are like treated like I don't know second class citizens and they don't get the same respect that humans get and you know everyone's like you know pretty uh, I guess racist I don't know puppets puppetist puppetist against uh, these puppets and there was so there's this detective who's a puppet and he was the first puppet cop at the LAPD before he was fired and when he was fired basically him Melissa McCarthy was getting held at gunpoint like he was partners with her and he had to like take a shot and it missed the puppet's head and it shot this uh, civilian and so that just like comes back to haunt him here in the end so he's like you know he's an alcoholic now he runs his own private detective agency um my Rudolph is his secretary and they have like this weird romance thing going on. Uh, not kind of, I don't know. I think my Rudolph has a crush on him or something. And I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird. It's a weird, like little subplot of it, but he's basically hired by, he walks in and there's this like really sexy puppet. I don't know why those words just came out of my mouth, but like, they, he comes she comes in and like hires him up because uh, someone's been blackmailing her so he goes and starts to investigate and he goes to this puppet owned porn shop and he's like trying to check their records in the back uh, before that he walks in and like he opens the curtain and like this cow's getting jerked off by this octopus puppet and it's just like it's it's weird. And, I, and the whole the whole part about this movie that really bothered me is they like shot all their bullets like the funniest parts and the weirdest like most like ah how could they do that how could they do that with puppets they shoot out all that shit in the first like 30 minutes and then the rest of the movie is just like boring filler and it's like this is stupid you know obviously you see this coming so he like runs into this um, this previous sitcom actor named Mr. Bumbly Pants, who's this rabbit who has like a sex addiction, obviously he has a bunch of kids and he's there. And so detective uh, Phil Phillips, the puppet detectives in the back and he's going through the records and then you see on the cameras that somebody like comes into the porn shop and like kills everyone. And there's a bunch of like stuffing everywhere. And then, Melissa McCarthy shows up, and the puppet cop and uh, Melissa McCarthy are just, like, you know, arguing with each other. You know, they call Melissa McCarthy fat as usual because, you know, fat jokes are still funny in 2020. And um, then they're just, like, I don't know. It's, it's just so stupid. And so there's um, Phil Phillips, the puppet cop. I don't know. We'll call him Phil. So Phil um, is like goes to lunch and his brother was on the show and his name is Larry Shenanigans. And so then Larry Shenanigans is more murdered that night uh, by dogs. And it's really weird because he's like in the hot tub, like the Larry Shenanigans is in the hot tub, like a puppet's in a hot tub. First of all, that's weird. And it's like water on his felt. And I don't know. It's it's. It doesn't make sense for a puppet to want to take a bath, I guess. But um, he's in the hot tub, and then a bunch of dogs come in and, like, rip him apart. And uh, there's, like, fluff everywhere. And then uh, 
Phil comes back and he's like, oh my god, I gotta find the killer now. And uh, so then him and Melissa McCarthy uh, team up to find the killer. And uh, so basically, Phil's hiding out um, at Melissa McCarthy's apartment till then, and they they're like going and finding. Um, they, they, they like keep going to like these different suspects who are on the TV show the happy time murders and or the happy time I don't see I don't even know what the fuck the show was called because it's the happy time gang excuse me um, and they're like basically there's like six of them and so they're going and interviewing each one of them and every time they go to interview one of them uh, they like end up getting like shot and murdered or something like that. Um, and there was, like, one human actress on the hap- – see, I'm so, like, confused already. Like, it's it's so just stupid. And uh, basically, there was, like, one human actress on the Happy Time gang and was dating the Phil, the cop. And so he goes to visit her. She's working in a strip club. It's, it's, it's really strange. And um, – and the car blows like um, oh the stripper goes into her car and then the car blows up and he thinks that she dies and Phil's like oh no man the girl died and um, then the lady who came in originally uh, to like pay him for blackmailing uh, like comes in and she like takes off all her clothes and they start having sex and uh, it's it's strange and then when he like gets his nut like basically like a bunch of like silly string like shoots out everywhere all over the room and that's like the last scene where it's like okay this is like too much you know and i I probably should just turn off the movie at that point but i was like too invested at that point and i just had to keep going but then um they then the fbi arrives and they think that phil's the one doing all the murdering so they're after him and Basically, there's nothing else good about this movie. I, it just was so stupid. And then the woman who came in, she was getting blackmailed. Basically, when Phil shot the innocent civilian, it was the woman's father, you come to find out, the puppet dad. And then basically she's killing all the happy time people and wanting to uh, – extract revenge on Phil and then there's like a plane scene and Melissa McCarthy gets shot and uh, then Phil like shoots the puppet the sexy puppet lady in the head and um, don't watch this movie that's there, there was so much I skipped over because it's just not important because there was just so much filler to it and it's just a lot of like puppet gags and um, I, if I'm if I'm wrong I think Melissa McCarthy has like a puppet liver or something like that and uh you know is like doing like sugar or something like snoring sugar like a coke or something it's just all that was the worst movie review like i could have like possibly ever given i (sighs) i i I tried to keep notes on it but i couldn't because i was just like (sighs) so um don't watch this movie you don't need to watch this movie it's 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 a waste of your time 
I don't review it. I think it got like a bunch of like Razzie nominations. If you don't know what a Razzie is, uh, it's like the worst movie of the year, and I think it got a couple of Razzie awards. So definitely uh, skip out on the Happy Time Murders. I figured I'd I'd just want to share that experience with you because I'm I'm just I I needed to share what I did over this these snowy winter days with you. But other than that, uh, the snow's clearing up. Uh, things are looking good. I can go back to work. Um, and on that note, today's show is absolutely fantastic. Uh, we have a really good uh, guest today, someone who's near and dear to my heart, uh, pretty much like a sister to me and. Um, I've known her for the longest time. I mean, she's she's part of my family, and we'll uh, get to that here soon. But uh, before that, uh, we can get to that all-important animal fact of the day. <laughs> all righty. So today's fantastic animal fact is on the fruit bat, and more specifically. The short-nosed fruit bat, Sinopateris sphinx. And in 2009, it was found out that these fruit bats are were the first animals to perform oral sex on each other. And this is the first time that oral sex was recorded for animals, pretty much. And... You know, I mean, we've we've all seen, you know, dogs sniffing and licking each other, and my cats do the same thing, and I have to yell at them and throw a shoe at them when that happens because it's pedophilic and strange. But um, basically, in 2009, in the China's Guangdong Entomological Institute, um, basically there was a man named Min Tan who captured 60 wild bats from a nearby park, housed them in pairs of the opposite sex, and <laughs> voyeuristically filmed their liaisons by using a nighttime camera. This is freaky. This is, ooh. And 20 of those bats got freaky, and their exploits were all caught on video. So to describe it in detail for you folks, male bats create tents by biting leaves until they fall into shape. These provide shelter and double as harems, each housing several females who the male mates with. Fruit bat sex goes like this. The female approaches and sniffs the male, and both partners start to lick one another. The male makes approaches with his thumbs, <laughs> and it says, in quotes, like the fawns, hey, uh, and mounts the female, <laughs> again, in quotes, like the fawns. Sex itself is its typical rhythmic thrusting that we're used to, and afterwards, the male licks his own penis for several seconds. So, damn, these bats are insane. But Tan also found that the female bat will often bend down to lick the shaft of her mate's penis during sex. And this behavior happened on 70% of the videos, making it the only known example of regular fellatio in a non-human animal. It also prolonged the sexual encounter. Males never withdrew their penises when they were being licked, and on average, the behavior 
bought the couple an extra 100 seconds of sex over and above the usual two minutes. The licking itself only lasted for about 20 seconds on average, so each second of it buys six extra seconds of penetration. Damn, this sounds like me. Uh, oral sex is, you know, it's rare in other animals. Bonobos do it, but, like, fucking, if you don't know what a bonobo is, like, fucking bonobos are so horny. They're just humping each other constantly. Um, but, uh... Tan suggests that a few possible reasons for the short-nosed fruit bat's penchant uh, for fellatio, aside from just pleasure-giving each other, uh, bat penises cr- contain erect much, tissue much like our own. So it gets stiffer if it's stimulated, so females could use oral sex to prolong their encounters with males by maintaining their erections or lubricating it for easier entry. So, um damn bats look at you go look at you go um it also looks like uh there's antiseptic properties of saliva that may help strip the male's penis of bacteria or fungi so damn so get some bat lube for you know some lubrication um and it prevents the spread of sexual transmitted diseases and oh that's cool that the bats are you know being sexually safe good for them Good for them. We can get them little bat condoms. I wonder if uh, they make those. Trojan, I got a business idea for you. We can make some little bat condoms. Uh, And basically, uh, it's also found that oral sex might help females to pick up chemical traces on her mate that might suggest if he's a suitable mate. Uh, Obviously, they are having sex, but, you know, they just want to double check. They want to double check that this guy wasn't a catfish on the bat tinder, and he's, you know— He's, he's really that, you know, he really has that big boat out in uh, Key West, and he's not just lying about it. And, um, again, these are all hypotheses, but, you know, who really knows? Who really knows? But um, thank you, Mr. Uh, Mintan, for, you know, taking your time to watch these bats suck each other off and giving us a fantastic uh, animal fact uh on the dingus hour so that was your very stimulating animal fact of the day okay so my next guest uh is a very you know fantastic lovely human being uh i've known her since i was i guess 22 years old we've known each other for fucking forever so um i would like to introduce you my own Flesh and blood, uh, Miss Nicole. Nicole, hello. Hello. Thank you so much for having me on. You are so welcome. I wouldn't. I was so glad to have you on. I wanted to have you on for a while now. So, uh, but Nicole, I guess. Um, so, how's your day going so far? I guess first question. Good. I can't complain. You know, little Valentine's Day. Little Valentine's um, Day. Yes. Yeah, it's been good. Got- it's chilly here. It's chilly there. How how cold is it there? It's thirty degrees today. Thirty degrees. Oh, so we're we're matching. We're because uh, again we have the snow here in Portland right now. And how many how many how much snow do y'all have up there? So right now we had a few snowstorms last week, and we probably have a good four inches left over from that. And I think mm-hmm. we're supposed to get more this week too. 
Yeah, Grammy, Grammy said it was snowed when I called her uh, last week, I think. So uh, I hope y'all are having fun up there and doing whatnot. Have, have the cats been outside in the snow yet? No. Oh, my gosh. They've only been outside once. In, it was in the summer, I think. And they didn't love it. <laughs> they didn't love it. Yeah, we uh, are you on because we're on like a third story balcony and we have we have like the snow on our balcony. And we like let the cats out and the kitten like took two steps in the snow and then just like bolted back in and then uh like igor the big cat he just like placed his fat ass out in the snow and just like sat out there and we were just like it's cold come inside you're gonna freeze to death you're gonna be a catsicle but oh my god yeah he's so fluffy though yeah, he's he's such just like a fluffy boy, and I mean, I'm sure he you know doesn't need too much. I mean, Charlie and uh, Sonny, you know, definitely uh, don't have the fluff, but they they look like big, decently sized cats. You know, they're actually pretty small. Um, Charlie was born with a heart murmur. Really? So she's, yeah, so she's actually pretty small. I don't even think she broke ten pounds. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Igor's like almost 20 and he's just, he's just a chunk. He's just, Oh my goodness. Yeah. He's, he's just such a big boy and he just, um, I mean, he, he, he just likes to be carried around too. He, he, as soon as we come home, he's like a dog and he just like waits for us at the door, but cat parent life, cat parent life. I know it's my whole life right now, especially in quarantine. Yeah, especially in quarantine. I mean, I've, I'm like blessed to, you know, have a cat. And um, I mean, getting the kitten too was fantastic. I think that really helped out because you were just, and, and you got both of yours when they were kitten, they're siblings, right? Yeah, yep. They're from the same litter and we got them when they were kittens, but we got them in 2019. So about a year before all this started. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we got the kitten. Um, so we, yeah, we got Igor last, September and or no the September before last September so yeah 2019 September yep. and then we got the kitten in December and it's just been Igor hated the kitten at first and then he was like oh yeah. okay I love him but um yeah it's it's been it's been great to have them in quarantine I mean they, they become your whole life and you know I do want a dog eventually but I just I, I just love the cats so much cats are so easy too in apartments oh my goodness Oh, yeah. Compared to a dog. I mean, our neighbors have like three dogs and in the same like square footage. And we're in like in like a thousand square foot apartment right now. And it's they just those dogs just like bark nonstop. And I feel so bad for everyone else. Like, I don't care. Like their dogs, like, sure, whatever. But those dogs just like bark and run around like nonstop, and I'm just like, oh my god, those, you know, and they need a house, they need a backyard, and all that stuff. I know it's it's definitely a lot. Yeah, but um, so the call. Another question I like to ask people uh, when they do come on is, uh, you're on a cruise, you're you're you know you're you're vibing on the cruise with you and, uh, you know, I don't know who else, a bottle of tequila or a bottle of something else, <laughs> and. Um, if, if the boat crashes, you know, iceberg, you know, Titanic style and, um, who, uh, you get on this deserted Island and there's one other person there and what other celebrity, uh, would you want to be, uh, stuck on this deserted Island with? 
Oh my gosh, a celebrity. That's a really hard question. Um, you know, I would choose Bear Grylls. Bear Grylls. Okay, why would you choose Bear Grylls? Because I would survive with him. You <laughs> <laughs> would know what to do more than I would. <laughs> he, oh my God. Yeah, and I just, I, I that's, that's, that's not the first time we haven't heard that answer, but it's, it's definitely like, I, he's just such a he's a honk he's a honk and a half and then <laughs> b he just like i don't know the fact that like and i don't know like i i i hope that like it's all real but like i i just like i love how they just like drop his ass off in like the middle of like like the fucking mediterranean sea or something like that and they're like all right you got to survive and then he like uses like a coral a piece of coral and then like a coconut and he like fucking makes a helicopter out of it or something like it like that. I know it's insane it's insane He's, who knows like you said if any of that is real but I would trust him I think <laughs> I would too I'd, I'd be like Bear Girls lead the way and he'd be like no we gotta drink our own pee and I'd be like okay Bear Girls, that's, <laughs> that's fine we can do that but um I guess Nicole we can we can also uh chit chat about um us growing up because we definitely definitely have spent a lot of time together uh being family oh, yeah. and whatnot so uh you are originally from Bo- not boston um what up where's where's i don't know upton upton correct yep. yep so i'm originally from upton massachusetts upton massachusetts excellent and you are the daughter of mark and beth uh yep. and we i definitely you know we're, we're all connected through uh grammy um grammy is you know the matriarch of the family and uh you know we i always remember we would we would go to i think the one big thing we would always do is we'd always like fucking go to disney world like yeah once or twice a year and um grammy like never questioned it and like grammy you know grammy's got the money to go to disney world too grammy like <laughs> you know didn't question it like you'd say oh yeah let's go to disney world and grammy be like okay sure let's do it and um I remember we'd go a lot when we were younger um and I think for like the first five years we like hated each other but like we would just (laughs) you know like we we definitely used to fight a lot as little kids oh my god we used to like fucking throw punches at each other we'd like square up at each other and we'd like I think I remember like somebody had like we bought like a rubber snake at like one of the parks and then like we whipped each other with it or some shit oh like my that. god I believe it I actually have a scar like on my face I remember from one time when we were like fighting each other <laughs> <laughs> we were oh my god yeah we would just like I don't know we'd, we'd like we we would love each other for like the first like two days and then by the end of it we just like fucking hate each other and then um that was oh my god what what good times as kids and then it was so fun though and especially I mean I'm an only child so I didn't get to score up with any siblings so I'm glad I got that experience with you <laughs> oh yeah because Matthew and I would like I, I think up until we were like 10 years old we would like fight each other we'd just like go back and forth with each other and then I think I finally realized my mom was like you're being a bully and I was like okay true yeah. and, <laughs> um I mean we stopped I mean we still we don't really fight with each other now but it, whenever we do I don't know it's it's usually like 
backed up or justified by something. We don't really get too mad with each other anymore. But um, yeah, we would go to Disney World growing up a lot. And um, I'm trying to think you just it, it was always fun. Like, I think when we got older, it was it was really fun, too, because um, when was when was the last time? we saw it we would we would go to disney and so grammy would have her condo in tampa and then we'd go down there like every you know once or twice a year pretty much like thanksgiving or uh you know spring break and we'd go down there um and i don't know sometimes we'd go at like different times of the year but um yeah, we would go down there and we'd go do all the parks. So we do, you know, Disney and uh, Busch Gardens, Universal, um, SeaWorld. SeaWorld, yeah, before, before you know, all the shit came out. And, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, we'd go do that. And that was, that was always really, fun. I mean, I miss Disney. I definitely want to go to Disney World at some point again. Um, but I, yeah, I definitely miss those times but uh so we do we do that and then um I remember like as we got older Grammy got the condo in um fuck Grammy got the condo in I don't even know where Grammy lives Holliston that's where she's at and um we'd go up there my dad would like ship us up there for like three weeks a year he'd be like, he'd be like I'm tired. yeah he'd be like I'm tired of y'all and then we would and then we would go hang out in Upton and I think I was in like fifth grade and maybe you're in like seventh grade and I remember you just had like that group of friends that like lived all around you and that was yeah. always interesting because I was always like I don't know like being with older kids like it was very interesting to me and I was like okay and I don't know everyone was because it was like you and then you had like Bethany and like Gavin and Peter and I don't I'm know impressed that you remember all of this yeah yeah I don't know I got that weird uh you know elephant thing going on or maybe I'm just like probably autistic or something like that I, I think <laughs> that's too but um yeah that was always fun because I don't know we'd always go do like I don't know like fuck shit and um we go to the lake or I don't know and I felt like it was just you babysitting you know me and Matthew the whole time too but well it was always really fun and I mean growing up in Upton it wasn't the most poppin town ever uh there wasn't a lot to do so I know we always used to walk to our friends houses and we were just kind of do whatever we could do if it meant like walking down to the lake and taking a swim or like walking in the trails in the woods it seems like that's what most of our childhood consisted of in Upton was just kind of hanging out outside. Yeah, it was a nice little, nice little country town. But um, yeah, I remember that. And I just remember, yeah, doing the, having like s'mores constantly. I think that was, that was really cool. But yeah, um, the campfire. yeah by the campfire and, um, you know, I remember your pug, Mickey. How's, how's Mickey doing? Oh my gosh. So he's 15 years old now. Oof. He's blind and deaf. Oh my God. <laughs> yep. He, yep. He's still living up with my mom, obviously, in Upton. And yeah, he doesn't do a whole, whole lot anymore. He just kind of hangs out. But 
he keeps him nice and cozy. He actually wears a jacket inside because he gets cold. <laughs> and yeah, I think that's about it with him. I, he's the sweetest dog ever, but he's just old, you know? Yeah, I mean, I I remember, um, I mean, he was he, he was just the most sorry, like, sweetest dog in the world. And he was just... Yeah. His tongue used to always hang out of his mouth because his teeth were all crooked on that side. <laughs> so <laughs> he would sleep with it out. He would eat with it out. His tongue was always outside of his mouth. And that was, like, his signature look. Mickey was, like, upton famous because since we had the invisible fence in my yard, we, he would be outside all day long and if it was nice out in the summer. So anyone who was walking by, he would run up, greet them, and he was just the funniest-looking thing. So everyone loved him. Dude, Mickey was Mickey was the champ, and then you had. Um, did you have a cat too? Or uh, yeah, I had a cat named Pepper. Pepper, that's right. You had Pepper, and then you had the rabbit, and then yep. I, I remember at one point you had like chickens too. And oh then yeah, Mickey, Mickey got to the chickens. A, yes, Mickey <laughs> ate a chicken one time. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> it was traumatizing. Oh my gosh. So actually, it's funny that you mentioned that because that whole group of friends that you just talked about before that lived in my neighborhood, they were all over my house and we're all hanging out and the chickens were out, you know, they, they would go out during the day and be in the grass or whatever. And Mickey never had an issue with them. And one day something snapped in his brain and he like mauled a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'd be traumatized too. I, I just, I mean, luckily it's like a chicken and not like a cat or something, you know, wild like that. But um, yeah, that's still pretty traumatizing. <laughs> that that damn that damn dog. Um, oh my god, always up to something. Oh yeah, but like I'm glad that he's doing well. I remember one time, and I think you all went up to Canada or something yeah. like that. And yeah. we took care of Mickey and I remember Mickey like didn't feel well or something. So we took him to Tufts and that was just, when we took him to Tufts, I think he was fine. But like when we took him to Tufts, like it was me, Grammy and Matthew. And it was just like the goofiest experience because like Matthew <laughs> and I would get like antsy as kids. And we like, if, if we didn't have anything to entertain us for more than like 10 minutes, we'd just start like beating the shit out of each other pretty much like in our places and I remember we went to Tufts and we were getting bored and like getting Riley and Grammy always hated it when we got like riled up like Grammy, <laughs> Grammy would like she'd be like I'm gonna beat the shit out of both of you boys but she would say that <laughs> but she'd just be like you know how Grammy would say it but um she would and I remember there was someone there who brought in like a chicken and it was like it's its neck was like I don't know they were holding it like a baby and the chicken's neck was like hanging over the side of the arm <laughs> or something like that oh my God. <laughs> they called him back and I remember the guy the vet goes how's the chicken or something like that just like something 
like that. And and Matthew Grammy and I just could not stop laughing the whole day. And then I remember we got Mickey checked out and then we were leaving. And these two, I wonder if they're just like some backwards country folk or something like that. I remember we just like drove past them because they were like walking home with the dead chicken in their arm or something. Oh like my that. god. And was like, they're off the Burger King to go get some chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was just, oh my god. He was, yeah. I don't know. And the, yeah, the three of us were getting the shenanigans. Do you remember? Um, do you remember when we went to the movie theater and Matthew slammed the car door on Grammy's head? Do you remember that? Oh my God, I do remember that. And I got that, really mad at Matthew. That poor, that poor <laughs> woman that we just put her through. Just we aged her so much. We just like, oh, that was. Um, <laughs> for context, our, our grandmother Grammy. Do you know Grammy doesn't even know about this podcast? I haven't told Grammy about this podcast. Oh my god, no way. You gotta tell her. Oh gosh. I, I feel like she'd want to listen to it and then she'd like listen to the first episode and she'd be like, You need church, young man. You need to go <laughs> to church. <laughs> like, um, but I'll I'll tell her about it. This is this is a nice, you know, little PG one. But uh Grammy, um, so Grammy like took us to the movies one time. And we went to, and Matthew, Matthew growing up, Matthew would like throw these temper tantrums. Um, yeah. And he would just, he would like, he would like shut down. Like he'd just like be mad and he wouldn't like answer you. And I remember we, we went to the, we went to Rite Aid to go get candy before. And Grammy was like buckling Matthew up or something like, that. I don't know what she was doing. But like Matthew slammed the car door on Grammy's head. And we heard Grammy go, son of a bitch. That was the first time we'd ever heard that out of her mouth. And we were just like, oh, no. We fucked up, Matthew. And, um, we were just like, oh, that was that was terrible. And then, oh, and then we, um, we, we really messed with Matthew, too, because we were, we were at um, your dad's and uh, his ex. Who is that bitch? Uh, Anne Marie. Anne- <laughs> <laughs> Who is that bitch? Anne Marie. That was the worst. Yep. Oh my God, she was fucking weird. She was always like, I remember like we went to go out to eat with them one night, and she was like, "Do you have anything that's like gluten, vegan, doesn't have nightshade, doesn't have, you know, wasn't made in a factory or?" something like that and we were just like all sitting at the table like oh my god and the guy was like i'll bring you out a piece of like grilled chicken breast or something like that you know oh my god and i remember we uh we we went to we went out there to their uh little like trailer home or whatever the fuck it was called i don't know what it was up in maine yeah yeah and um we just um we were like leaving and then like Grammy fell and like dislocated her shoulder or something like that. And um that was that was terrible. Like my my mom and your dad like took him to the ER and we like slept at the cabin and then all of a sudden like Anne Marie started like panicking. She's like, Oh my god, is your mom gonna sue me? And <laughs> we were just like Oh my god. We were like, Grammy's not gonna sue 
anyone here. Like, Grammy, like, wouldn't sue a person on her life. Like, Grammy couldn't stand lawyers. And um, that was, yeah. And then I remember we went to the hotel because we, my mom got us a hotel. Um, and, like, Grammy was on, like, morphine, too. And that was, like, the most, like, wild just, like, experience. I gotta say, I'm glad I missed that one. <laughs> that was I'm such, glad. like, a, that was such, like, a cringe, just, like, I don't know. It was just, it, it was just such a, I don't know, growing up, like, our family was just, like, so, like, just crazy. We're just, like, everyone's just crazy on both sides. Oh, yeah. But that makes it fun. Yeah, I think it's, I thought it was fun. Like, you know, everyone was, I mean, we just had, you know, growing up, we just did, weird things I mean we'd come up and visit and you know we'd hang out or um I mean we we would I think we had camp together a few times we went up we did oh my god yeah we did the zoo camp the zoo camp yes that's right at Southwick Zoo that's right that was always fun that That was was so fun because you got to go to the zoo like before it opened and stayed after it closed so that was really fun. I forgot about that. Yeah, we, we did that. And I remember they had like, they had like a huge creek or something like that. And they had us like catch frogs or some shit like that yeah. before. Yeah. And that that was always like questionable to me. Like, <laughs> just like a like bunch why? of... <laughs> What's the activity today? We're going to go to the fucking creek and catch frogs. Like they made us like... <laughs> 300 400 dollars is what your kids are doing this week you know i know and, it's so ridiculous and um i don't know it was kind of like i don't know if it was it wasn't like too behind the scenes but like it was it was interesting and um yeah they had us catch those frogs and i i don't know it was always like that camp was i don't know that camp was pretty fun it was it was pretty good and you know, I don't know what Matthew and Grammy did. I'm sure Matthew, like, threw temper tantrums and, like, slammed her head in car doors or <laughs> something like that. But, um, yeah, Southwicks was, Southwicks was fun. I don't know. Is it is it still open? Like, I feel like Southwicks is, like, one of those zoos that's, like, I don't know, borderline weird. It's still open. Um, it's, yeah, I haven't been in a while. It's probably been a good five years since I've been. But they have actually been expanding. Um, and they have, I, I've actually been to the restaurant there. They put in a really nice restaurant in Southwick. That's actually right outside of the zoo, but it's on the zoo property. Um, oh, and it's gorgeous. Oh. And you can actually, like, it overlooks to the zoo if you sit outside on their balcony. Huh. Yeah, they put in a safari, like, little train thing. And they put in a sky ride, too. So you, like, go in, like, a gondola in the air above the zoo. Huh. Yeah, so it seems like they're doing pretty well. I don't know how they've been affected with the pandemic or anything, but before they were doing really well. How has your life been affected by the pandemic? Because I know you're doing, you're doing, what kind of, are you doing nursing or are you doing, what are you doing? Uh, so I'm a student physical therapist. Excellent. Um, yeah, so it is a doctorate program now to become a physical therapist. Um, so it's a seven-year program, six to seven years, depending on where you go. I did mine in seven, um, and I graduate in May, which is awesome. Congratulations. That'll be fun. Thank you. Yeah, I can't wait. And so how my life has been affected by the pandemic, I guess, was mainly 
was that I wasn't in school in person, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, Physical therapy is an extremely hands-on job, of course. And it was definitely an adjustment from going to having classes every day um, to having everything remote. And we have a lot of lab classes too. Um, So like I would have a musculoskeletal class and then with a lab where we would learn how to do special tests and different treatments and things like that. Um, So it was definitely a challenge to make up lab time while at home. That was really interesting. Um, So what would you do for labs at home? We would have to record ourselves doing different assignments and then send them in. Um, And that definitely, it poses a challenge for people who live alone. Luckily, I live with my fiance, so I would record myself on my laptop. I'd set up my laptop. I'd set up um, this couch here that I'm sitting on. Um, as like a makeshift treatment table and I would do my assignments on him and record myself doing that but I mean if you live alone that's really hard to do how do you do your assignments that's a good point so you'd be like JP pull down your pants and like you gotta (laughs) like let me like measure your knee or something like that or I don't know I did. I think it was my vestibular class, which um, that's the organ in your inner ear. That's your balance organ. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did a lot of vestibular things with him online because um, that was in the summer. This past summer, I had that mm-hmm. class. And then before that, in the spring, I had a neuro class online. But I can't remember if I had to record things for my neuro class. Lab. I was, let's see. Yeah. Like my, like I'm doing everything from home too. Like I, I got my degree at the community college and now I'm at uh, Portland state and uh, they like, I still haven't been to the campus. Like I still like I've transferred colleges and I still haven't been to the campus. That's so crazy. And it's really hard. Like how are you supposed to like meet people in your class and like do projects and stuff? It's really hard when you've never physically met them. Yeah, and they, they're, like, I don't know, sometimes they, um, they're like, assign us groups, too. They'll be, like, okay, well, this is, you know, who you're going to meet with, and I I had a public speaking class that was online, uh, so that just tells you how my pandemic's been going, uh, yeah. but we had a group project, and they assigned us groups, and I, it, it was so terrible, because, like, the guy who offered to like lead the group for us it was like oh yeah yeah I'll, I'll be leader of the group we could never fucking get him to uh, meet up we could never get him to like and I was like hey I got this time I got this time you know I have work on these days let's meet up at this time and at like one point like I I literally just was like fuck it and I I emailed everyone and I said if you can meet or you can't meet I don't care but you know we're meeting this day and because he just like wouldn't take the bull by the horns he like wouldn't and we just (laughs) we would just like zoom in and then like a week before the project was due like I only thought there were like five of us in our group and this like six motherfucker shows up and he goes oh yeah I've been assigned to this project since the start and I was like who who the fuck are you like what who are you and he was like yeah yeah what did you guys have planned for me and I was like what do you mean like I was like yeah I was like nothing and I I literally like 
I the instructor like reached out to our group and I was like I was like upfront with her. I was like, yeah, this dude just like showed up and um what do we do? And she was like, it's it's long enough into the term where it's like, you know, she basically said like fuck him. Like she was like, Yeah, you, you it's like why? Why do why do you need to include this dude? And um yeah, and that's was, actually that's plagiarism, technically, because that guy was trying to take credit for work that he didn't do that's that's a good point i i haven't thought of that that is plagiarism so whoever you are out there yeah, yeah. you should be ashamed, take, you should be ashamed <laughs> yeah. of yourself you should oh my god i i couldn't i just that was like yeah. the goofiest class too i i just couldn't I, they were like yeah you have to give these like pre-recorded speeches and they're like you need to memorize all the speeches and literally like i would just like print out my speech and like put it like right in front of you know my uh my computer and I'd be like all right and I'd, I'd like clearly be reading it off like there's no way they couldn't tell and she'd be like all right a, a plus like like and I was just like but I'm sure everyone was doing that too I'm sure you know everyone was I know yeah. it's really hard with the online stuff yeah they I mean now they have um have you ever used like Proctorio before no is that like for exams yeah so they like record you during your exam uh taking it so you can't cheat or anything like that which which i i get and i think it's good but um i don't know it's just it's all just like goofy too and like i have like an accounting like test i gotta take later and that's through Bractoria. and i i she like said at the start she's like yeah, you can use your notes, but then like she never told us about the Proctorio thing. And I like, went to go take a test, and I was like, oh, so I can't use my notes now. I was like, what the fuck? And um, so it's just I don't know. Everything's confusing, and I just gotta I gotta look into it. It's just it's. I I definitely feel like doing everything over the internet adds a lot of layers of communication. It's so much harder to understand like what the teacher wants, when is due, and everything like when it's all assigned online, I feel like I just listen better and I'm more engaged and I pay more attention when the teacher's in front of me than online. Yeah, I agree with that. And it's, it's just, cause like I have two classes now that are, you pretty much just do on your own. There's no lecture mm-hmm. for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have one that I meet every Tuesday and it's just like pre-recorded. And like, I even, um, I had to like go close out a deal or something like that um, last Tuesday and, um, or no, two Tuesdays ago, like I rolled up late because I had to go get some paperwork signed for a client and she was like recording and I like came in and I'm like, I'm so sorry that I'm late. And she was like, oh no, it's okay. This isn't required. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, I thought this was required. And she's like, no, I just have this. And she's like, everything's recorded. And she's like, show up whenever you want. And I'm just like, oh, oh, okay. All right. And uh, so um, it's just, I, I don't know. Everything's just so goofy. And like teachers just like don't care. And like, like I had a macro class last term and she literally like starts the class and she goes, all right, so there are no required lectures. She's like, there's no homework. There's no nothing. She's like, I hate COVID. She's like, there's four tests. That's it. That's all you have to turn in. And she's like, you can be done with the class in four weeks if you want. And I was like, 
cool, you know. That's awesome. It is nice, like, that, you know, teachers are people, too. They're understanding. They can be flexible. So that's really nice, too, that you can kind of do things on your own terms. Yeah, and I think it's, I mean, I think it's the younger teachers, too. I mean, I think the older teachers now are just, like, so built in their ways and then they have to do all this like zoom shit and they just kind of like i don't know they like struggle with it i feel and they just like oh yeah oh yeah they don't get it and um yeah i don't know sorry there's ghosts in my apartment i think but um but yeah so so you did you did clinicals too uh you're in the covid ward correct i was i was Tell me, tell me about that because you would send me Snapchats of like your triple masked up and the shield and everything like that. Tell me about that. So like, that sounds just so scary. It was crazy. So my second clinical full-time clinical rotation was at a skilled nursing facility, which is essentially a nursing home. Um, they had one half of it where there's long-term residents there. And then another half is short-term for um, if people come from the hospital, you know, it, they, they go to the hospital because of some medical emergency, obviously, but when they're done at the hospital, they can't go straight home. They go to the nursing home instead for a short term. Um, we work with, I'm a physical therapy student, but we work with um, occupational therapists, speech therapists, obviously nurses, certified nurse assistants, and all to get these people um, ready to go home, safe to go home. Um, and my clinical instructor was amazing. She's a great lady. Um, and she and I were communicating before I started about a week before she said, um, that the building was COVID free, which was amazing. Um, but the day before I started, she actually texted me and 90% of the building was COVID positive. Holy shit. Yeah. So the day, the Monday I started, she also hadn't even been in the building yet because she was there on Friday previously when they didn't expect the building was COVID negative over the weekend 90% of the building came COVID positive so that was crazy so her and I kind of went through that together obviously which was really good but I did I wore an N95 I wore a surgical mask over that um, I wore goggles a face shield a scrub cap um, and, a, and a gown and gloves to go treat my patient so so what what like what's like the thoughts going through your head like that you could possibly like get COVID at this point yeah so it was definitely scary but I felt really good knowing that I had all the correct PPE um you know my mouth and nose were covered my eyes were covered um we were only treating patients at that point in their rooms um if they were COVID positive they could not leave their room so that made um, treating patients a little difficult. We had to get creative with how we were treating them if you can't bring them down to the, the PT gym. But it was really crazy because since the patients were in their rooms, they did not have to wear any PPE. Um, you know, they're having a hard enough time breathing. A lot of them were on supplemental oxygen. Um, so it was really crazy how, like, I'm a physical therapy student. I am in their faces. I'm up in their space. I'm helping these people walk and move around in bed and go to the bathroom and, and all the things that they need to do to get through their day. And they're, they're coughing in your face and you just have to roll with the punches. Holy cow. That's, and would you just get tested like every day or like what, what was... So um, this was in Connecticut, Connecticut. So in Connecticut, the nursing homes had to test once a week 
or twice a week, depending on the county's COVID numbers. Um, so I don't exactly know what the threshold percentage was, but when the building was COVID positive, I got tested once a week. But actually, in the second half of my clinical rotation, when the building was pretty much all COVID negative, the county's numbers were increased. So we got tested twice a week then. And everything came back negative for you? Yeah, yep. I never, never got COVID, knock on wood. Um, I was always negative and I actually did get vaccinated there, which was amazing. Excellent. And you, you're, you're double vaccinated now? Yep. Yep. I'm telling Yeah, I'm, I'm really lucky, really lucky. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. to get it, I was on the front lines working with COVID patients every day. Yeah. And I, that's, you know, that's, that's the setback. I mean, I, I definitely, um, you know, I'm not with, I, I don't know, like, sometimes, like, I wonder for my job, like, am I, because, because I go see, like, these just, like, old-ass people in their homes, and a lot of them, like, don't wear masks, and, like, I always wear, like, my N95, and, like, people are, like, oh, well, you can take off your mask here, it's fine, and I'm, like, no, I don't want to, because I see so many clients, and, um, you know, I never, and I never like want to say like, oh, you seem musty. I don't want to like, you know, take off <laughs> my mask with you, but, um, it's just, yeah, I don't, I don't have any desire to like, I don't know, like get, get myself involved with that. Like, I don't like, it's just not it. worth it. you gotta no, protect yourself. Yeah. And it's, you know, like, not only like, have I got like, my family sick or cause, cause I mean, I never know. And, but like, I don't know, I had like coworkers who had it and they, they went to, they went to Texas and they came back and like, before they like worked, like they just like every day, like she'd text me and she'd be like, this is what's happening. This is like how I feel. And like, it just seemed like miserable. And yeah. um, like, like even uh, Sammy and Tommy got it. Uh, oh, wow. And Tommy and uh samantha has the autoimmune disease and she went out and traveled oh geez and then she came back and she had it and i guess it was just like miserable like they couldn't shower for like a week like they were just like bedridden and um and i think it got to the point where like samantha had to go to the hospital because she had like blood clots in her lungs and yeah that's, that's terrifying and that's just like I don't want like anyone like like if I got like a client sick I'd feel like absolutely terrible like I would because I just see like these old ass like retired people and it's it's just like that's terrifying to me this to you know ugh, like get someone sick right and like you said about the blood clots it's not even the well, it could be the COVID, you know, that could get you really sick, but it's a long-term effect afterwards. They're finding that a lot of people are getting blood clots and that can cause so many things like a stroke, a heart attack, a deep vein thrombosis or a pulmonary embolism, which are all really serious, serious things because um, the blood clots, if they clog your artery, um, it cuts off the blood supply to whatever organ that is. Um, and, and it can be disastrous. Jeez, Jeez Louise. JP was down for it if he got COVID. Obviously, he was down for it. He was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're living together. Um, 
So, I mean, we just tried to monitor everything. We especially, I mean, I was being exposed to every day technically, I mean, behind the PPE. Um, and we just had to be really careful. We didn't see our families. Um, we would only really go to the grocery store. It kind of made for a lonely existence, you know, just the two of us against the world. Um, but hey, you got to do what you got to do. It's, it's just not worth getting it and giving it to anyone else. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what's like, you're, are you still doing, so you're not doing clinicals anymore. You're done with those and now it's just. So, well, this week I had off because I finished my clinical at the skilled nursing facility. And then this upcoming week I start at a hospital. Is that with COVID patients again, or is that just with. I, I'm not sure. I'll find out when I get there. I start tomorrow. There you go. Exciting. Exciting. Yep. Um, yep. I, hope it's, I hope it's not that. I hope it's just regular, just patients that you get Me to too. Me too. But hey, if it is COVID patients, I've seen it before. So it is what it is. Just got to roll with it, right? That's got to roll with it. I'm sure you'll be masked up to, you know, yeah. go crazy either way. But um, so I guess, uh, you know, positive things, you and JP against the world. So how how did uh, you and JP meet? I haven't really ever talked to JP, but uh, how how did you two meet? How is how did how did he become you know part of uh, this uh, dynamic this this family dynamic? So JP and I met. It was my senior year of college and his junior year of college, mm-hmm. um, and we met through a mutual friend. So my best friend from home um, is named Tommy. Mm-hmm. And he went to the University of Rhode Island and I went to visit him at URI for a weekend, you know, go out to the bars, kind of do, switch it up a little bit from University of Hartford. Mm-hmm. And he was friends with JP. So Tommy introduced us and it was, we went to a cookout at JP's house and we had a really good time. We were playing drinking games, hung out. And I don't think I saw him for the rest of the weekend, but I remember thinking, oh, he's really nice and he was kind of cute. So I asked Tommy to remind me what his name was and I found him on Instagram, which is not something I would normally do to go Mm -hmm. out of my way and like Mm -hmm. search for someone. Um, But we ended up messaging on Instagram and he asked me if I was going to be in Rhode Island the following night. I wasn't. And he said, oh, let me know when you come back. I, I think he didn't expect me to ever let him know, but I went back a few weeks later and I said, Hey, are you around? And we met at the bar and the rest was history. Good. Glad to hear it. He seems like a good, he seems like a great guy. He seems like, yeah, a, he's amazing. Good. Glad to hear it. You deserve it. You deserve it. So, um, and you all are, uh, hopefully getting married next year. Correct. Yes. Yeah, so right now we have a date of June 18th, 2022. Excellent. Excited. Excited. Excited yeah. to go to that. See y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Married. It'll be awesome. It'll be fantastic. Yeah. And, uh, but other than that, I mean, um, so you got the clinicals, you got, you know, COVID living and, um, how's your family doing with all of this? How are they? Yeah. Everyone's doing well. I can't really complain. I think, well, I know a few people, a few of my um, cousins, aunts, uncles on my mom's side of the family, they got COVID, but everyone was fine. Um, I think they had relatively mild cases. Um, So that was really good that they weren't, you know, too put out. Um, But yeah, everyone's good. How are your, how are your cousins on uh, your side of the family? Because I know you got some interesting cousins because I remember you had the, uh, 
the trio. I forget. Uh, ben and I don't know who the other uh, two were. Ben's brothers are Josh and Artie. They're good. They're they really good. Poop in their pants, or are they still. <laughs> nope nope they're they're really good ben um was a marine he just uh got out of the marines last year or oh, this excellent. year um and josh is in electrician school so he's doing really well and yeah already is finishing up high school so they're doing a lot wow. better yeah. Wow. yeah yeah i remember meeting them when we were little and i was like oh interesting interesting human beings at this age but yeah uh, is is Tammy doing well? Yeah, she's good. She bought a house um, in a little community on a lake. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. So, I mean, everyone's doing really well. That's great to hear because yeah. they were all growing up. I was like, oh, they're all interesting. But, uh, you know, they're, I'm glad they're all doing well. But um, yeah. I'm trying to think what else. But do you, I'm trying to think of any other Grammy stories growing up. Because we have so many, like we just, um, yeah, <laughs> we have so many, like, we just, I don't know, we'd spend so many summers together and we just do like crazy shit, like Disney I, and then. Yeah, we always went to museums, um, aquariums, we like did yeah. some really fun stuff with Grammy. Yeah, Grammy, Grammy's the goat, I think, I mean. I'm, I'm glad that, uh, you know, we, we, you know, were able to, you know, cause I think when, when Grampy passed away, it was just like, you know, I think she took, uh, you know, focus all our love into us and, uh, you know, that's always good. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. um, <laughs> I always, I always, you know, I loved when we like joke with her that she needs to like get married to like a sugar daddy or something like that or like some big like, <laughs> yeah. gentleman of the evening but um she she's definitely you know she's she's the og she's great and uh you know i need to we'll tell her about this she'll listen to this one she'll she'll for sure listen to this podcast yeah we'll, we'll give her a pg one to listen to. we'll give her a pg one you know with all the swearing and whatnot because you know <laughs> we love her we love her definitely she's she's the greatest grandma in the world uh, oh yeah she really is she spoils us oh my god she spoils us um, just like incredibly i mean like when i graduated from uh community college like she she sent me like a like a big old check and like i was like grammy you don't need to do that i'm like it's just an associate's degree i'm not like looking she's like oh you know it's 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 a you know it's a little treat for yourself and uh i mean she'll just like she still sends us like the valentine's day cards oh yeah like, she does she got me one with a little kitty on it <laughs> <laughs> i don't even i don't even think my uh Ami and papa sent me a card this year i think they sent matthew a card but they didn't send me one so i'd I was like i was like what the fuck Ami and papa you know <laughs> like, uh, it got lost in the mail <laughs> No, they 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 would give me some like bullshit. Yeah, they give me some bullshit excuse like, oh yeah, I got lost in the mail, or like, oh you're too old for that now, or something like that. <laughs> but, um, they yeah, they they were always I loved, uh, you know that. And oh, one thing, I totally did. You watch Tiger King? I didn't. So I didn't. you know the place we went to in Myrtle Beach was on there. Like, wasn't that? I Yes. So I didn't like really watch all of Tiger King, but of course I followed on the internet 
And yeah, we did go to the one in South Carolina. I I fucking when when I so when that when that started when when COVID started and that came out and I saw that like I saw the Myrtle Beach like I freaked the fuck out I was like Insane. oh my god yeah we went I mean, like 15 16 years ago we were we were so young yeah we were I remember and I think the guy who was wearing the kilt because I remember because you remember the guy with the kilt right who signed yeah. us up and like yeah. open the gate I think that was Doc Antle I think that was the that was the insane guy that was oh my god the because I remember like we made fun of him for wearing a kilt and he was just like he was like the last person who made fun of me I killed them or something stupid yeah. like that yeah um god that was that was so like I don't know did you did you question it at the time or like you know, at the time, I don't think anyone questioned it. It was just a tourist attraction. I don't know. I mean, thinking back on it, it seems pretty stupid to to uh, support something like that when they're taking advantage of all these baby animals. But I mean, at the time, it, it was something fun to do. Yeah, it was really fun. I don't know how much it costed because they they were talking about because I rewatched it again I was like I was because I listened to a podcast to it like driving a couple weeks ago and I was like you know what? I'm gonna rewatch it and I rewatched it and they were charging people like 300 bucks a head for it and I was like <gasps> did Grammy pay this much for us to go play with baby animals I was like what the right and I know it's so crazy that was I don't know it's it's definitely and I I read some more and I think they like rated the the compound recently like I think yeah I think they raided the compound because I mean I think they they do have a bunch of like illegal guns and uh you know all the animal permits and you know all that stuff and I I don't know I want I want Grammy to watch it because Grammy would just be over it she would she wouldn't even like get two episodes in she'd be like that that uh you know Joe Exotic person that's who Grammy needs to like get out of prison. That's who Grammy's like sugar daddy needs to be is Joe Exotic. <laughs> oh my god. That would be that would be prime. I would I'd love like a Joe Exotic grandpa. That would be fantastic. But um definitely yeah. spice things up. <laughs> <laughs> her, her neighbors. Oh my God, her neighbors uh, would like not be a fan of that. Her neighbors would just, I don't, I don't think Grammy could like stand him for like two days either. I think Grammy oh, would God. for like no, 30 that's... minutes even. Yep, definitely not Grammy style, but that's all right. No, Grammy Grammy likes those nice, suave uh, gentlemen who, uh, Grammy like didn't, like like when she came down last, she, uh, she, I gave her a hug, and the first thing she goes, she like looks at my nose piercing, and she goes, "When'd you get that?" And I was like, "Oh, I've had this in for like a year now." And she's like, "I don't like it." And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I, like, I love you too, Grammy." <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I was like, "I love you too." And um, no, it's it's nice. It's nice now because um, you know I can. I can go over and I can talk and, um, you know, I can, I can still, you know, get the space. I'm not home and, um, you know, I don't have to, you know, entertain her. Cause I mean, when she, when she comes down, I mean, she definitely, you know, it, it becomes her house and, uh, which is, which is fine. Cause you know, she's Grammy and we love Grammy and 
but yeah, I, I love, you know, just visiting her. I, I miss her and I think she wants to come out and see us uh, for sure soon because uh, I think she's getting her COVID shots here soon. Yeah, she got the first one. I'm not sure when she gets the second one. Did you feel sick after your second COVID shot? So I actually felt sick after my first one. My first one, I threw up. I had um, like hot and cold flashes with like shivers. I was sweating, but I didn't have a temperature, but I felt feverish. Um, And then the next day I had um, low back pain, like a sore back and I was fatigued. And of course, you know, my arm hurt where they shot me up. But the second one, I felt great. I had no issues with the second one at all, the first one. But normally, it's the other way around. Normally, people have more of an issue with the second one. Did you get the Moderna or the Pfizer? I got the Pfizer. The Fi- what's the difference between the two? Like, what's the, because I have no idea. Um, you know, I'm not sure about the difference between, like, what's in them or how they made it. But the only difference that I'm aware of is the Pfizer, it's, you get them three weeks apart in the Moderna, you get them four weeks apart. Hmm. Um, and I think one is like 95% effective and the other is like 93% effective. So they're very, hmm. very similar, very similar. And I think it just depends on what area you're in and what population you are, depending on which one you're getting. So okay. I think it's, my, it's, it's my understanding. I think that a lot of healthcare workers are getting the Pfizer and a lot of um, like just citizens are getting the Moderna, but I'm really not sure. Yeah, I think Matthew got the Moderna one. Um, I'm not, I, I think he got that. And I don't know when he gets a second one. I think he gets a second one here soon because, I mean, I hope he gets a second one here soon, but, you know, who knows with this weather and whatnot because they're closing everything down too because, you know, nobody knows how to drive in the snow. So, um, yeah. But it'll be gone by the end of the week, so it will be good. But um, trying to think, trying to think of anything else. But Miss Nicole, do you do you have anything to plug at all? What did you say? Do you have anything to plug? Any you know Venmos or you know causes or uh-huh. anything you want to plug for um, the road? If, if you guys want to Venmo me at Nicole Bazzini, it'll go towards my student loans. <laughs> pay for her student loans please i'm just kidding i'm just kidding but uh no i mean choose pt is what i would say if, if anyone is uh hurting in any way go to your doctor see what they say and maybe pt can help you even if it's something that you don't think pt would help even if you have balance problems and you get dizziness pt can help you if you have a broken bone pt can help you if you have shoulder pain pt can help you that's right. And make sure to go see Nicole Bozzini PT when she gets that degree in uh, yep. May. We're going to get you all the clinics because I'm, you know, the number one podcast on uh, Spotify and, you know, Apple <laughs> pod and all that, you know, Joe Rogan and I are good friends. You know, we do, we do all that. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, but yeah, go see PT and, uh, but yeah, do you have any, any, any last words, Nicole, anything you'd like to, tell the public at all i just want to say thank you for having me on i had a really good time i love remembering all these fun stories yeah thank you for coming on no i appreciate you i uh no and i i you know taking time out of your valentine's day uh you know with uh jp i appreciate you coming and 
spending time with the cousin and uh yeah we need to when this is all over we need to travel and see each other soon so absolutely absolutely yeah so uh but uh i appreciate you nicole for coming on and uh if you're still listening um you know i appreciate you and i hope you're having a good rest of your day 